Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hello and welcome into another edition of Plan Wise Retire Free. Thank you for tuning into the podcast with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, Holistic Wealth Managers at the newly merged company of Mott and Associates and Wilson Group Financial, serving you throughout Florida from their office in Orlando and Bradenton. Find the team online at Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Dot com. That is planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. When you click on that, you'll see lots of different episodes, past episodes of the podcast. You'll see where you can subscribe to it on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, various different outlets. There's even a place where you can ask questions and submit some things yourself. So check them out online at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. And Jude, Mike, my friends, welcome into the show. How are you? Doing wonderful. How about yourself, Mark? I am hanging in there. Mike, buddy, how are you? I'm, as they say, living the dream. Living the dream. You know, each time I I talk to you, you're living the dream. I got to come down there and drink what you're drinking. Something. (laughs) (laughs) You got the good water going on down there. Come on down. down. That's right. How's things been? You guys doing well? Uh, No major problems? I know, Jude, you were a little under the weather. Are you feeling better? I am feeling 100%. Thanks for asking. You know, it's the good floor of the weather. Helps you get over stuff quickly. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, hey, listen, I want to kick things off this week, guys, with a little something in the headline news and see what you guys think about this. I saw this come across the data there the other day, and it says, as more people are throwing their their hats into the ring, uh, presidential candidates, excuse me, on the Democratic Party side. Now, I don't want to get too political, but I just want to ask you guys about the topic. There's an increased amount of discussion that's going on, and I'm sure you guys have seen this, around raised taxes on higher incomes and bigger taxes on larger estates. Now, in your opinion, what do you guys make of this? Well, Mike has probably heard me say this a billion times over. We don't talk about politics, but we talk about how government affairs affect our planning. So I don't care if someone is a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, or Vegetarian. That's right. It doesn't matter to me. But lately, you're right, all of the candidates have been talking about things like the Green New Deal, and these projects all have to be paid for. So whether or not it's a Democrat in office or a Republican in office, what we do know is that the deficit is rising at a tremendously fast rate, and there's a very good likelihood that taxes will go up in the future. Mike, what do you think? Well, they've already said that in 2026, the current tax bill is going to sunset. So if they do nothing, uh, certainly taxes are going to go up. And as David Walker says, once you do the math, that's probably going to happen. So the clear piece is we just need to plan for it and look into the future and begin to think, how can we structure our world to deal with it? Because it's probably going to happen. And is it a good idea? I think we either have to learn how to spend less or we need to raise more money. And hopefully they do both. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like you said, Mike, there's only two choices. Well, I guess there's a third choice. We could become Greece, but I don't think anybody wants <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole nother ball of wax there. Well, you know, and I know a lot of people, we always see this, and I think it's going to be a continuing theme when it comes to this. And there's a lot of different ideas being kicked around out there. So I was curious as to your guys' take. Maybe the federal government needs a financial planner. <laughs> <laughs> what a that. genius <laughs> idea, right? <laughs> well, let's get into our main topic, guys, this week. And that is the five most common pain points 
in your financial life. And again, folks, if you got some questions or concerns and you're listening to our podcast, feel free to subscribe at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com or give the guys a call at 800-779-4592, 800-779-4592. So the five most common pain points, look guys, everybody's got a pain point of some kind. We all have them in various walks of life, but the financial side is clearly one where we all get affected by these differently. So I'm going to give you a couple of topics. You tell us how maybe you've helped people deal with these pain points or how maybe you might want to consider that if someone out there listening is experiencing one of these pain points. So we all, let's kick it off with, you know, death and taxes, right? So number one is always dying before, um, you know, running out of money, excuse me, before we die. Obviously, number one fear all the time. Well, obviously, if you die soon, then it doesn't matter. Well, that's true, right. But, <laughs> but we want to live as long people, as we can. <laughs> I would say most people don't choose that option. Right. Well, I'm, unfortunately, you've probably heard me say this a bunch of times, but if we can get people to do the math, that helps them to get a better perspective on that. The one thing I don't think most people really want to be the richest person in the cemetery. Right. And yet we also know that we have to be responsible along the way. The question is, how do you create a balance mm -hmm. so that people know what kind of money can they spend safely? Right. And if you do the math, you can get a better perspective of that. And I still have to be healthily you know, conservative about that. But still, I think if you spend the time and understand what you can spend, that gives you a great deal of freedom and I think relieves a lot of that worry. Yeah, Mike, I tell you, I have had clients with a large net worth to clients that are just regular everyday people. And the closer you get to retirement, they still worry about running out of money. In fact, my most affluent client, one of the spouses, said to me at one point, are you sure we have enough money so I don't have to eat cat food? And <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know if I want to go on I, there, but okay. I try not to fall out of my chair when the yeah, spouse really. said that because I can't share with you their net worth, but they don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, no cat so, food on the horizon, huh? <laughs> so it goes to show you that no matter what level of income or what level of net worth, once you get to right. retirement, you want to be able to live that same lifestyle and you want to make sure that you don't run out of money. And we've talked about this before. Our strategy that we use is a bucket plan strategy, making sure that you have money for now, soon, and later. And we can get into more details as people call in, but that is what we found to be a systematic approach to making sure they don't run out of money. Yeah. I mean, it's a common theme, right? So to your point, no matter what your financial scenarios, walks of life, whether you're doing extremely well or doing you know well or whatever the case is, or just getting by, everyone has that same common fear of you know running out of money before they run out of life. And uh, nobody wants to go back to work at 85 and or eat cat food. So <laughs> something that you're always worried about. And of course, I mentioned number two, and that's the taxes, right? It's always death and taxes. So, and taxes is going to be a big theme here on the podcast over the next couple of weeks, I think, because it is going to become a bigger and bigger issue as we move forward. But let's talk about that common pain point, guys, of worry over taxes. Well, I think if you if you surveyed 100 people, you might find one that thinks it's fun to pay taxes, <laughs> but the other 99 don't. And so it's a fact of life that you just need to, and again, I think so many people they don't want to pay them, 
but there's way too many people that don't pay any attention to it until around April when they find out if they got a big refund or they owe money. <laughs> April 12th, they're worried about it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or they're paying uh, attention. April yeah. 12th, or right after you tell them they owe money, then yeah. all of a sudden it's this terrible surprise. If you spend the time and proactively look at your taxes, and I don't mean after January 1st, mm -hmm. I mean for last year, I mean now as you begin to look at you know what your income is what are your opportunities and if you can at least pay the minimum amount of taxes that you have to based on your income many times that will make people feel better yeah and you hit it on the head mark we're going to be talking about this topic a lot more in the future but i'll say this for right now there is a tax train coming and there are going to be people who have planned for that tax train coming to kind of get out of the way of the train. And then there are going to be people that are going to get hit by the train. So the more proactive that you can be, like Mike said, to start thinking about how do I protect myself? Because at the end of the day, the higher tax we pay, the less net we have in our pocket. So we've got to figure out how do we increase what we're actually putting in our pocket. I want to add one more thing. Absolutely. A teaser. Yep. A little teaser. Uh oh, okay. here it comes. How about the statement that you have to pay some taxes to save some taxes? Ah. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It sounds like an oxymoron, but it will be explained to you in full detail later. All right. So stay tuned for that, folks, here on the podcast. This is Plan Wise Retire Free. We're talking about the five most common pain points in your financial life. Number two, worry about taxes. And in retirement, pre-retirees and retirees, you know, taxes could really make or break how your retirement plans are going to play out. So being as efficient as possible, certainly a good idea to stay on the forefront of that and stay ahead of that. And again, not just waiting until, uh, and not just doing tax prep, but doing tax planning all year long. So let's move on to number three, guys. We'll get we'll get into taxes more, like I said, as we're moving forward. We'll keep with our topics today. Uh, number three on the list, then, if you move from death and taxes, number three becomes the long-term care. The guys have nursing home here on our notes, but maybe nursing home is not the end game. Maybe there's something else that happens in between. Maybe it's assisted living. Maybe it's someone coming to your place, taking care of you. Either way, this fear of this common pain point for long-term care, it can be crippling. And a lot of people choose to ignore it because they are so afraid of it. Well, I know this from my personal experience. My grandmother lived to be 100. Wow. My dad lived to be 84. And so there's longevity in our family. And now if you survey, one out of every three seniors past the age of 65 will have a long-term care event in their lifetime. And so this is a real concern that people have. The only problem is that most people aren't planning ahead for that particular cost because it is rising at twice the cost of inflation. And what we've seen when we're reviewing prospective clients that come into our office, most of our clients come from a, have already have a financial advisor and they've planned for their retirement income, but they haven't planned for the added expense of long-term care which could be anywhere between six to $8,000. And Mark, you said it best. What we've also seen is that people, when we survey people, they don't want to go to a nursing home. Most people sure, say, right. I want to be taken care of in my home. So that leads to how do we prepare for that ahead of time? It's really unfortunate that, you know, because of the makeup of American families, now that the kids and the grandkids 
live everywhere else but in the same town as the parents. And the way we used to take care of ourselves was different a long time ago. Today, it's much more difficult to have the family on, you know, your family help take care of your yep. your grandparents. So it requires the, to take the time and face it and then make some decisions about how you're going to deal with it. If you want to go it on your own, fine. If you want to try to impoverish yourself, which I think I've heard people say that. And I've also yeah. said, you know, they want to take a pill and make it all go away. Yeah. <laughs> None of those are good options. No, right? No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it, it doesn't have to be a paralyzing fear if you've sat down and thought through your options and then made some conscious decisions rather than just try to ignore it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely can't ignore it. And those three obviously are the big ones there. And so having those conversations with your financial advisor, certainly in your best interest to do so. And if you don't have a financial advisor, well, then it's a really good idea to get one and have that conversation, especially when you can kind of get things started. And usually there's no cost or obligation to talk with someone. So make sure you reach out. If you know someone who does have some major pain points and they're refusing to address those, let them know. Check out the podcast. Have them come listen to us on a regular basis. Subscribe to it on iTunes, Plan Wise, Retire Free, and have those conversations. So let's finish up, guys, our last two pieces here on the five most common pain points. Walking away. So number four here is just walking away from the paycheck. It's a big fear, right? It's a gear change when you get to retirement. Even if you have things planned, even if you're looking pretty good, I'm sure there's still kind of that moment, you know, where the last paycheck shows up. Well, you know, earlier on in my career, I didn't understand that that was a pain point. Okay. I thought, okay, we'll put together the financial plan. Yeah, you're good to go, right? And you're good to go. But what I came to find out from clients, you can put together this elaborate financial plan and know where all the investments and all the money is and what it's supposed to do. But most clients want to know, how does that money end up in my in my bank account? <laughs> I used to get a paycheck every two weeks. Now all of these charts tell me how does that money end up in my bank account? And so what we've done here is in addition to the bucket plan, kind of showing them a cash flow statement on how you're going to get paid, how all of this money that you've saved and now that we've put together a plan actually ends up in your checking account and how you will continue to get that check month after month after month. Paychecks and playchecks, right, Mike? That's right. We now, <laughs> we now call them playchecks instead of paychecks. Yeah, because you know you need that comfort level to see that stuff coming in in retirement, but you also want to make sure that you're being able to give yourself raises as well in retirement, right? Because just like when you're working, you get raises, cost of living goes up, so on and so forth. That's part of our plan. Each one of the plans we put together, we're always um, increasing the play checks over the rest of their life with the recognition that costs are going to go up. People know that, and so we have to plan for it. Yeah. I mean, playing golf and fishing and all those good things, and it costs money, right? So and that's, the, that's the play check side. So, all right, well, our final one, guys, and this one is one that everybody shares. And obviously, depending on where you're at in retirement or whatever the case might be, you have anxiety over the market, whether it's going to, you know, when's the next one coming or whatever the case is. And obviously, the markets have been what they are, and they're always going to be what they are, right? They're always going to be a roller coaster. Well, in comes the bucket plan. Okay. There you go. You know, when, when we begin to talk to people about how to, the biggest, I mean, obviously, as people get older, they worry more about that. As we get later and later into this bull market that we've been, people are worried about that. 
we know that market corrections are a normal, natural thing that happens in the market. So what we want to make sure is that as we're pulling money from that, that we have time to let that market correction recover. Markets go up, markets go down. That's going to happen. There's nothing you can do to prevent it. So you just have to plan around it. And one of the ways you plan around it is you make sure that you have plenty of time before you need to access the money that's actually in the market. So using our bucket planning strategy, as long as the now money and the soon money, which is 10 to 11 years out, is secure, then we can let that market money go up and down some, understanding that we have plenty of time to recover. But you have to make sure that people understand that that's a normal, natural thing that happens in the market. Absolutely. And Mike talked about the now bucket, which we use as that early part of your retirement, the soon bucket, kind of that intermediate part of the retirement, and the later bucket, our workhorse, where the money is you know, mainly invested in the market. And the way I like to explain it to clients, it's like a man with a yo-yo walking up a hill. The yo-yo is going to go up and down, but the trajectory of the man is still walking up the hill. So we just have to make sure that the money is segmented and you don't have to worry about, am I pulling out at the wrong time at the low of the market before my yo-yo gets to recover and come back up? You want to make sure that you got those yo-yo tricks nice and smooth, right? Exactly. <laughs> when you're walking the dog, <laughs> like, that's oh the only, God, that's the only one I years. could ever do. <laughs> Whatever I would try to, you know, there's everybody has that point in life where they try to learn how to do the yo-yo and I could just, Absolutely. I could barely do walking the dog and that was about it. <laughs> so there you go. Well, folks, that's our five most common pain points here on the podcast. Uh, we thank you so much, as always, for listening to Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, holistic wealth managers at the newly merged company of Mott & Associates and Wilson Group Financial, serving you throughout Florida from their office in Orlando and Bradenton. they got more than 50 years of complex financial planning experience between the two of them. So reach out if you got questions or concerns, need some help, know someone that does, share this podcast with them. Give them a call at 800 800- 779-4592 or check us out online at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com that's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com and when you pull that up you'll see past episodes you can listen to those on the right hand side of the page there you can subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Stitcher Tuned In and there's also a little place there where you can subscribe for monthly updates Again, that's the website, planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Jude, Mike, my friends, thank you so much for being here, and I'll look forward to talking to you next time. Always a pleasure. Take care, buddy. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.